morning, not today. We're talking about growth today. All right. Amen. We're going to get back to it. So I just want to, this is just kind of a prelude. I just have to say this because there are going to be people uh, other than just right here that need to hear this. Amen. So in Ezekiel 34, I'm not going to go there right now. This is just, these are the things that God did not like or what he saw that the shepherds were doing to the flock. And in this, there are five things that a shepherd of the shepherd of Israel had failed in God. They failed to do what they were supposed to do for your life. The problem is that sometimes it's this sheep. As smart as they are, they do dumb things. Like leave the flock. Where there's no guidance, no protection. No feeding. So you just can't eat what you want to eat. You can't just eat. The shepherd knows what you should eat. Mm, mm, mm. He said in Ezekiel 34 right here. I'm going to go in there. You can, you can put it up, but I'm not going to read it at the moment because that's another teaching. I'm just going to say his. And it said here. It was God talking to the shepherds of Israel at that time. He said, the disease, he said, the disease, yet you have not strengthened. Neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. Neither have you brought again that which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost. This is God talking to the shepherds. Mm. Let me show you something here. A pastor is to strengthen the diseased. That means pastors are to nurture, encourage. Y'all let me know if y'all see your pastor characteristics up here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That means that the pastors are to nurture, encourage, strengthen those who are struggling with issues of sin. Okay. See, you can't ever be at a church and a ministry and a pastor who never talks about your sin. He's not pastoring them. It's all about money. Get rich. This and I got I got. Scripture for all that. I'm going to show you with that. Oh, I'm going to help y'all with that too. All right. Listen to this. They strengthen those who are struggling with issues of sin or in any other area of their life. There are many in the church who are diseased. And the pastors are to do all they can to make them whole. See, that's what, when you, like teaching like this, I'm trying to make you whole, but you'll resist. But watch this. It's the teaching of God's word that brings wholeness. So if your pastor ain't teaching the word, my job is the brokenness. Y'all, I got a whole series on that. How you going to get rid of your dis-ease is by the teaching of the word of God. That's what the pastor is supposed to do. 
Sure, he can lay hands too. Pastors are to heal those who are sick. Are there any sick among us? COVID to put it, fill it in. Now, a pastor, they are to heal those who are sick. The word sick here refers to those who are physically and spiritually ill. In every church, there are people who are spiritually sick and physically sick. Pastors have the responsibility to help bring healing to the people who are sick in their souls. That's your mind, your suke, and in your body. So if there's anybody here afflicted, see, raise your hands right now. See, if you are afflicted with something, raise your hands right now because the Bible says that my job is to speak healing in your body. That's right, baby. Raise your hand back there because you should know. That's the shepherd's job. Be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. Receive it. This is what, this is, I'm telling you, we don't know the function of this past. He's up there telling Bible stories. He has a responsibility to you. So it behoove you to listen to him. Because what's in his mouth? The Bible says there should be healing in there. Okay. The correct teaching of the Bible and ministry of the Holy Spirit will bring, watch this, about the healing in those who are sick. The correct teaching of the Holy Spirit. That's what will bring the healing. And I am filled to the top. the overflow of the spirit of the living God. And you should know a tree by its fruit. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. All right, here we go. Pastors are to bind up those who are broken. You're going to need a pastor in these days. Sheep have a propensity to get hurt, even break legs. It was the responsibility of the shepherd to make splints for the wounded sheep. Well, if you don't come, how am I going to help you? <sighs> okay. All right. Listen to this. Y'all y'all okay? Sheep have a propensity to get hurt. Break their legs. You break your leg, your balance is off. You break your leg, you can't maneuver. You, you break your leg, you can't keep up. 
That's got to stop and go help that person. All right. Listen to this. Shepherd ought to make splints for the wounded sheep and help them heal. I'm to help you heal spiritually and physically. Okay, go ahead, throw the emotional in there too. I think I covered the whole gambit. Watch this. They're to help them heal. And in the same way, pastors have a God-given responsibility to bind up people who are broken by life. Again, I know I have preached and taught every circumstance, every condition that you've been in. So you, you, you don't just fill your car up one time and drive it for the duration of the, of the car, right? You got to come back and feed again. You got to come back and hear the word again. We record everything. I guarantee you every circumstance, every subject matter that's, that you have acquired in your life, there's a word for it. Has been preached here. I'm shepherding. Here we go. Hmm. God-given responsibility to bind up people who are broken by life. Broken in their marriages. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know I hit the marriage. Broken in their marriages, their relationships, or even their finances. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm covering it, this thing. Y'all got a pastor for real. See, but, you know, you still have your will. The word of God is like a splint that brings correction and restoration to those who are broken or fractured in any area of their life. A pastor is important to your life. But we don't abuse them so much. We, he don't need, I don't need to eat them. He, he has, you have not ascribed any value spiritually to your shepherd. Hmm. So we think we got to have a meeting. Meeting. We have a meeting right now. We're having counseling session right now. You don't need a private counseling session. You got a counseling session right now. It's just like any one other one. You'll counsel it. I counsel it. I ain't coming. Can't come. I got something else to do. Football game on. Yeah, people want me to help them with their lives. Yeah, people want me to help them with their lives. And they stop coming. You're wasting my time now. You're taking me from somebody who really need me, who really utilize. Okay. We're going to get there, y'all. We got time. We got, we're good. Y'all need this. Hold on. All right. Pastors are to bring those who were driven away. I'm supposed to bring those back. There are many people who 
experienced, watch this, hurt in church. In fact, millions of wounded Christians do not attend church. They don't need COVID-19 not to attend. This is what happens. That, I'm going to say that again. There are millions of wounded Christians who do not attend church. They don't come to church because someone offended them. Not God. The person. So you allow the enemy to move you from your mouthpiece. And see, the problem is what you did is you put your trust in the person and not God. That's why you're disappointed and don't come to church. Because your belief is in a person and not God. God didn't offend you. And if he did, he had a reason for it. It's called reproof. Correction. And who he loves, he corrects. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. See how we just twist the scripture, make it all for ourselves to feel good. Ain't about you feeling good. You want the truth. Truth is you need a pastor. If you're in the kingdom. <laughs> okay, all right. If you're in the kingdom, you're going to need one. All right, here we go, here we go. I say that many people, they don't understand things like this. What happened? And why did, why, why did, why did it happen that way? And certain decisions were made. And they become disappointed or offended and leave the church. I told him I wanted blue carpet. Not this green. I'm out of here. That's what people do. Little stuff like that. You're not in the time, but you didn't even help contribute. <sighs> Instead of helping, people find many things to complain about, but they never bring a solution. They never bring an answer. Let me help you, Pastor. All right. All right. I was a hard head sheep, too. Let me help you, Pastor. I know how that is. All right. All right. Boy, did we. Amen. Amen, Minister. Pastor have a responsibility to go after and find the people who have were wounded. Away and encourage them to come back to the congregation. Y'all y'all, hear that one? Y'all just let that one go by. Pastors are to seek. Watch this. Pastors are to seek those who are lost. Mm, mm, mm. It's just funny. You get people come and ask you for help. And they don't show up. They don't follow through. No discipline. Okay. But still want you to help them. I don't help on your terms. Need a pastor. A lot of times uh, people ask you things and stuff. Well, first of all, before I give you advice, who's your pastor? Because I don't want to go over what he's already told you. And you're not going to play me against him. See, that's what people do all the time. This church manipulation. All right. <laughs> there are people in the church that are lost, right? Although the pastor is not the evangelist, they do have a God-given responsibility, watch this, to lead their church 
to reach out and take and make every effort to rescue those who are lost. So that means the evangelist got to be working with the pastor. No, that, that's, that's, that's not calling me every five minutes. That's knowing your assignment. He's, the pastor is not the evangelist. The evangelist is the one that goes out, listen, to the hedges and the highways. Who is, listen, who is compelled within them to have compassion for the people that are lost. Clean or dirty. They're compelled to bring them in. And when you bring them in, that's when I take and feed them. And then I hand them over to the prophetess. Well, she would prophesy in their life. And then send them out. Now, we just stay in here, and that's it. Amen? When that function, we got to function as the body of Christ. Evangelist is important at this time. And this end time, the evangelist is important. Okay, because it's getting dark. People are worried about their mortality. Where am I going to be? That's the opportunity now. Time of lesser demands. You've been studying. You've been like, I'm ready now. Send me. I'll go. See? Should be a thirst in the home. Just like I can't stop not being with you. Got to take me out of here because I'm still want to feed you. I want you to be in the kingdom. I want you to hear the right thing. All right. This is the last thing before I get into it because I got to have at least 30 minutes to get to the other part. But it's going to be good. Listen to me. There are seven duties of a shepherd. One, he knows the state of the sheep. You know, you, you can smile, you can sit here like you're invisible. But pastor see you. That's my job. And because I don't always say something, don't mean I don't see you. I'm praying. I'm talking about New people and veterans. I'm to know the state of the sheep. The congregation. He knows, watch this. I said there are seven duties of a shepherd. He knows how to nourish and feed and reprove the sheep to bring them into a state of spiritual soundness. They be bucking. They be hiding. They don't want to expose. The best thing you can do is just be exposed. Ain't nobody going to look at you different. We all know. We all know what it's like. Matter of fact, you should have compassion for your brother and sister who have fallen who are not where you are. It should have, you should have very good understanding of the state that they're in. We got a new family that is in here, Fee's family. I want them to know and feel the love of Christ. Listen, through you. 
And sometimes people don't, you know, when they first get there, they ain't all open to you. It's just they hide and love you, peace, God, see you later. But listen, I want y'all to continue to come. God is speaking to you right now. He's speaking to this family right now. Pray for them. Don't talk about them. Don't look at them straight. Pray for them. They're part of the body. You are welcome here. All rights and privileges. All access pass. Amen. Glory to God. He should know how to rescue and restore the sheep who have fallen into sin. Mm-mm. That start right at leadership. He knows how to find the sheep who have been driven away. Mm-mm-mm. See how we got to work together? He knows how to bring sheep back into the fold who have been strayed into, listen, strange pastures. Mm-hmm. Strange pastors. Strange doctrine. Mm-hmm. He knows how to oppose, listen, and expel wolves who have gotten into amongst the sheep and scattered them from each other and from God. So I'm very careful who come through these doors. You have to be discerning. Because people come in with spirits. I'm talking spiritual stuff right now. I ain't talking about just an attitude. I'm talking generational things on the bloodline. When you come in here, you bring your bloodline in here. From your mother's house and your father's house. And on those bloodlines, there are spirits that are attached. Familiar spirits. They're familiar with that bloodline. Everybody alcoholic over here. Everybody over here is fornicating. It's a spirit that's on the bloodline. So you bring that in here. All right. I'm going to go into my teaching now. All right. So that's what happens. That's what happens when you come in. Your divided home becomes now the divided church because you came in. All right. Woo! Y'all got to give me a few minutes. Just want to let y'all know what a pastor, my job is. Y'all going to help me with my job? Yeah. That won't everybody. No, that won't everybody. Y'all going to help me with my job? Yeah. I'm trying to get us to heaven. Yeah. Without spot or blemish, I'm trying to get us there. Yeah. That's the shepherd job. That was Moshe's job is to get the Israelites, listen, from there to Canaan, to the land of milk and honey. That was their job. That's where we are right now. We're in the wilderness right now. Which is where all the pagan gods at and all the false temples and doctrines. We're going right through the land. All kind of crazy ideologies. See, in the wolves, in the, in the, they got all the sick people, the hurt people that was in the back because they fall behind. So they, make, they are easy prey and victims. Yeah? All right. That's why you got to be, that's why you got to be healed. Because when you're not healed, 
the enemy smell that blood and he comes for you. He don't go get to the strong. He get the wounded. He get the ones that are the offenses and hurt. They're easy prey. To turn them away from the mouthpiece. This ain't pride. This ain't arrogance. I'm in my call. That's right. I should know where we going. You can't bring me no witchcraft. I, 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 I was in that. Okay. Y'all, Moses was in the house of Pharaoh, right? Meryl, Moses was in the house of Pharaoh. What was in the house of Pharaoh? All kind of witchcraft. Divination. He didn't know what it was. He's seen it up close. They were grooming him to be the next Pharaoh. So my walk is in the same thing. I know when I see that type of divination. I know, listen, y'all get fixed up with sleight of hand, but I get I, I can see sleight of listen, a voice. And my sheep know my voice. Yeah, just ain't man around no real shepherds. The Bible talks about hirelings. The Bible talks about hireling shepherds that come in. They don't really care about the sheep. Because when trouble comes, the hireling, he goes. That's right. Mm. Just like some husband. Hireling. You marrying hirelings. You ain't marrying no husband. You ain't marrying no husband. Husband stay right there. All right. All right, here we go. Soon as soon as the sheep get in trouble, he, he gone. All right. Here we go. All right. <laughs> I had an example I wanted to show, uh, but maybe I'll do it. I can do it. Let me see here. Um I'm going to shift now. Y'all good? Y'all got my job? Y'all got some of my job description. Y'all going to let me do my job? Don't lie, you're in church now. <laughs> Woo, okay, here we go. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're talking about growth. We need to talk about growth for a minute, okay? And, you know, people think that, you know, the church ain't growing. No, I, I don't. It's not in numbers is what I'm talking about. Talking about growth individually. And I tell husband and wives, a husband can grow and then a wife can grow, but y'all are not growing. Because true growth is together. It's the oneness. So you get, you get the, the one person just grow, but yeah, they can grow and you can grow. But y'all are not growing. Not together. You need that to grow together. Amen? Amen? All right. Glory to God. All right. So a couple of weeks back, I taught y'all on non-growth is a mindset, right? And I didn't finish it all, but other things came out. I just love because God sometimes he, he has you to write all this down, but it's not for that time. And I believe that it is for that time right now. So um, attach your faith. Amen? All right. Don't touch your faith to somebody who's sinking. Touch your faith and you know somebody who know how to swim. Amen? All right. All right. 
It's a riptide, though, Pastor. Yeah, swim along the green. Okay. It's a way to maneuver. It's a way to maneuver. Okay? All right. You better have Shepherd to know where you're going. All right, here we go. Uh, I don't think I need to do no recap too much on that. Um, but I did say this. I said, listen, this was a, just a little recap just to kind of get into where we need to go. And I said, listen, it's not just because a curse is on your family. The curse does not work automatically. The curse is mindset activated. See, a lot of times we as believers, see, I'm trying to talk spiritual to you. I'm trying to let you know that, that there is another realm that exists, an unseen realm. And there are entities in that realm. That are not for you. Not all of them. Okay. And I think the better we are equipped in understanding the spiritual realm, the easier it will be for you to maneuver in this realm. Amen? But, and I said, the things on our blood and things that follow you, things that follow you, Habits are because things that are on your bloodline. Those are familiar spirits. That's why you can't be talking to your kids. I mean, you just like your daddy. You know what you just activated? Okay. Speak life. All right. And I told you, most of us are, most of us do self-imposed curses of our own life. Because we have not, you know, vetted our hearts. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the, the mouth speaks. Be careful. All right. And I told you that, I said that. These things are activated. These curses are mindset activated. So it depends on the requisite level, meaning nece um, necessary by particular circumstance or regulations. This is what stronghold. I'm talking about what a stronghold is. A stronghold is a demonic fortification around the thinking pattern. Did y'all hear that? You know, a stronghold. Is a demonic fortification. Fortress around the thinking pattern of that, of, uh, it's around your thinking pattern that insists, watch this, that the victim continues to think that way. It's like when you come to church, it's like right now, it's hard to, to I'm trying to break through your mindset about God. And about worship. See, if you can't come in and you hear and you know the presence of God and you can't lift your hands and begin to exhort, it's because it's a mindset. It's about how you feel. It's not about how, but who you know. It's not about your knowledge of God. Because if you have the knowledge of God, he requires that you lift your hands, that you lay prostrate, that you shout with a voice of victory. A triumph. See, those, clap your hands, all you people. Stomp your feet. He, see, those are, he's telling you how to acknowledge him. 
But it's hard for us because of our mindsets and how we feel. And they'd be like, they don't take all that. Why are they doing all that? It's because our mindset. There's a fortification around it that stops you from worshiping what you were designed to do. You were designed to worship, to acknowledge, to exhort God. And when you don't, you are worshiping, exhorting, listen, yourself. You're worshiping, you know the new age of God in you. So it's hard for people to. No. I'll be all right just like this. That's not worship. There's no relationship. Because if you have a relationship. It's like you, you're married to your wife and you don't communicate and you don't talk. That's not a relationship. So if you are married to God, we are the bride. Then you have a relationship. We talking. Audibly. All right, all right. I know Catholicism, they told you, you know, say within your. All right, yeah. Now he is right. He did say make a joyful noise. He didn't say it had to be pitch perfect. Just make the noise in your heart. Okay, here we go. Listen to this. That was just a small kind of review. So, listen to this. So, I need y'all to know this. Um, so that was kind of the review. We talked about growing, right? Uh, everybody say success. success. All right. Say, does that everybody? No. I can't get no. Would that go back to the teaching on the path? I got to get some participation. See, in the kingdom, it's voice activated. If you can't say it, you can't have it. My God. But see, as a shepherd, I want everybody. Everybody say success. success. Okay, that was a little better. Some about three people didn't still. That's all right. Success is not. No, I'm good. Tease now. Hold on. Hold on, David. I, I was good. I was just saying. Okay, here we go. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Success is not a product of what. You do. Success has a reflection or it is a reflection of who you are becoming. Okay. I'm I'm, going to get us there. Y'all just hold on a second. Success is not the product of what you do alone. Success happens as a reflection of who you are becoming. Success happens more because of who you are becoming than what you are doing. Okay? All right. True success is generational. You build that dance studio because you need to lead that for your daughters. See, true success is generational. Or any other business that you have in here. And yes, there is an entrepreneurial spirit in this ministry. 
I'm a businessman. My wife is a businessman. That means it had to be some seed. It had to be some other business people in here. Amen? Amen. But I'm going to show you how that should work. All right. You're not here by mistake. You are here, listen, by divine appointment. But it comes through a person. But you're not here by any mistake. There's no coincidence at this time. Okay. Woo, my goodness. And if you're listening at this time, there's no coincidence. Now, hear what the Spirit is saying. Some of us have more than one chance. But God is merciful. Amen. That's what I love about him. All right. You can't have a pastor who's, not a, who's afraid to tell you what you're doing wrong. He ain't no pastor then. Yeah, best life now. No, it's not. You rebellious. How is that your best life? Okay, I'm going to help us with some things here. All right. Watch this. Success is the product of who you are becoming. Let me see if I can do this really quick here. So I'm going to help us with our understanding here. We need to notice everyone. Uh, let's see here. I want to do this. Let's see. Ephraim, can you come stay right there? Take these two. Take these two envelopes right there. All right. And uh, uh, let's see here. Come on up here. Come on up here, Dave. Stand right there. Old man of God right there. Stay right there. No, stand right here. Stand right there. Uh, see that little envelope right there? Yeah, yeah, right there. Stay right there. I need y'all in the cameras. Can y'all see them? I want to make sure they're in there. All right. Y'all just stand right there. Hold those up, you know, kind of like this. I don't want you to have to hold them like this. Just hold them like that. Just hold them like that so people can see them like that. All right. I'm going to show y'all something, all right? I want to help y'all with something. All right. Now listen to this. Every one of these or both of these people are here represent uh, the faces of life and levels in your life. That's what they're going to represent right now. Y'all good? I got the twin towels here. All right, here we go. This is all right. I like this. All right. Now watch this. They focus. They represent the faces of life and levels in life, different levels in life. Okay. Now. Uh, actually, I want you to step back a little bit. Step back right there. Go all right back there. Right back there. Good, good, good. Right there. That's good. All right. Good. Too much anointing just now. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I was feeling there. Taking me someplace. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> now, there is laws that God has put on the earth in dealing with men. Okay? The possibilities that we command are a reflection of the realms that we are in mentally and spiritually, primarily spiritually. And all of these dimensions have their blessings attached to them. Okay? I'm at level zero right now. These are blessings that are attached to both of them. Right? Now listen to this. All right. So, ooh, by living... A fake life. I quickly try to to get the blessings. 
Watch that. Y'all miss it. By living a fake life. Remember, I'm in the kingdom now. By living a fake life, I try to quickly get those blessings, right? Try to go over there to F. Try to go over here to David. But watch this. I'm living a fake life. And I'm trying to get these blessings, right? And the law that God put, listen, in his kingdom immediately detects that there is a problem. Because I didn't grow into that realm. That gives me access to it. But I'm trying to get it. Now watch this. This realm, because of my fake life. Now listen to this. (laughs) Because I did not grow in the realm that gives me access to it. This realm will reject me. And I will have to go back to level zero. I tried to go to one right there, but I had to go back to level zero. Because I did not grow in that realm that gives me access to that blessing. Y'all listen to this. Y'all listen to this. And I will have to go back to that realm of which I came from. Level zero. Because I didn't grow into the success. Y'all hear that? Because I did not grow into that success to get that blessing. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, I got the remedy for you. I didn't grow in to get that success in that realm. But in this realm that I am in layer in level zero right now, this is what should be happening. Right? These are levels in my life. These are blessings in my life. That because I was living falsely, I didn't have access. It kicked me back to level zero. Okay? So, but in this level now, at level zero, listen, I don't have a car. Mm. I don't have a house. Mm -mm. I'm just in a little small room, somebody's couch, whatever. But you gotta you gotta understand something. This is the realm mm, that you command wealth. See, this is the this is where at level zero is where you begin to command wealth. Listen, not just wealth, but the wealth of nations. See, y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Mm-mm. And at this point, God speaks to you and says, I will take you. Listen, I will take you far, just like Abraham. Go to Deuteronomy, man of God back there real quick. I'm going to show you something. Y'all hands all right? You the blessing. You hold it. That's a different dimension in my life. Okay. Y'all watch this. All right. All right. This is me. This is faces. Go to Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. Amplify. Quickly. 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 You got it? Come on, man. Got Deuteronomy chapter 28. At verse 1 in the Amplified Bible, it so reads, If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, 
being watchful to do all his commandments, which I commend you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Verse 2. And all these blessings <laughs> shall come upon, upon you, you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. So remember, amen. Oh, my God. This is that place where you're supposed to be right now, hearing the voice of God, not your flesh. Okay, so you're hearing this now. This is what happens, though, with many believers at this point, teacher. Watch this. Thank you. Listen, they continue. Watch. When they hear that scripture, guess what they continue to do? To falsely believe and dream. Yes, they do. And then they start doing all kind of things. They be listening to other people. Did you read the book, The Secret? Did you read this? They start doing all these other things. Okay. Mm -mm 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 -mm. But he said, if you will listen to the voice to, of the of the Lord. See, man, y'all got to understand something, man. At your greatest breakthrough, he shows up, the enemy. That's an indication. See, see for your family back here, feet. They're at their, they're at the breaking point right now for something in their life that they need, something that they're doing that they need, and they need to hear the voice of God and their shepherd right now. See, but God is not; He's not confused about anything, but only if you would hearken to His voice. Telling you right now, you better hear this. They continue to do falsely things now. Spiritual stuff that and help them to reach to the next level instead of listening to the voice of God. The key to getting all of those blessings is not to get them one by one. The key is to get them all at once. God's already saved us, listen, from that stress. You know why? Because you don't know the things, some of the things that you need. Watch this. Here's how you get them. The key is to grow. See, but to grow, there's, there's pain. There's circumstances. There's things you don't want to do. This is why when you try to go get those blessings, he send you back to level zero. Because you did not grow into that success at that level. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Y'all want me to leave and go home now, right? All right. Y'all want me to stop, right? Okay, here we go. Now watch this. Now watch this. Y'all listen closely. Now watch this. The key is to grow, y'all. The key is to grow. The key is to grow. And the best way to grow is to relinquish your will. And trust God. My goodness. See, you got something. You have something that only God can do. 
See, you taking this thing to the level that you can take it. You can only go but so far. But since you're hearing this word, now God is saying, I'm going to take you. I'm going to show you how to get whatever you need into somebody's hand. I'm going to show you how. And it is to grow. Woo! Jesus, my God. That's a husband. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. Watch this. Watch this. Edge, listen. <laughs> now, now listen closely. All right. Now watch this. As I grow, as I grow, take a step toward me. As I grow. All right, hold on. Listen, as I study, as I study, as I read the word, as I pray in my room, look at what happened. Look at what's happening. Look at what's happening. Look at what's happening. There you go. Thank y'all. Look at what happened. My God. Growth is the key to the blessings. Look at what just happened. I'm growing, watch it. I'm growing mentally. I'm growing spiritually. Look at how, listen, look at how things, listen, that I was trying to go after. Look at what was happening all the while. Y'all blessings, go ahead and sit down and bless the person next to you. Lay hands on that person next to you. Because there's something on you today. If you hearken and hear the voice of God. This is how it works. This is how it works. <laughs> this is how it works. Y'all going to let me finish. Look at what happened when I was trying to live a falsely life and trying to apprehend the things. Listen, and the things said, no, there's a law that's in the land right now. I'm going to kick you back to level zero. You haven't grown in that success yet. You haven't grown in that success level. Ooh, but when you start to grow, the things that you were going after in your life, things that you need, come to you. And he said, well, over While I was studying in my room, while I ain't had no place to live, while I ain't had no car. You, no, you got all of that. It just needs to be revealed to you. Woo! Listen, while you was doing it, I'm still broke. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. When I grow to the next level, the blessings that I was chasing will come upon me. That same blessing that I was falsely going after without growth. That's what happens to a lot of us. Say, I'm growing. Say, I'm growing. Say, I'm growing. growing. Mm. WM Ministry is growing. Watch this. Watch this, teacher. Watch this, teacher. 
if I stay at a level and I have, watch this, yeah, I want to say it like this. If I stay at a level and I have made the transformation and the sacrifices, watch this, and refuse, and refuse to move. Mm -mm -mm. This is an insult to that realm. It's an insult to both of those realms. Watch that. Transformation and sacrifice. Those are realms. And if you don't move, and if you don't move, it is an insult to that realm. I'll give y'all an example. I'll give y'all an example. Watch this. Watch this. If I stand in this church right now and say, brethren, I don't have a car. Pastor right now. If you say, I don't have a car right now. Before I finish that statement, there should have been a car in someone's heart. Watch this, teacher. Watch this. Hold on. Watch this. If I stand up here and say, I need a car, it should have entered in someone's heart and the parking lot. No, no, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. It's not, watch this. It's not because I'm anointed. It's because the realm of my growth necessitates that you can't be in this realm without a car. Jesus, no matter how modest I may be, but that realm necessitates that I cannot be in this realm without that car. See, a lot of times we be in realms just why we lose cars because you try to operate in a realm that you were not ready for. You didn't have the mental or the listen or the discipline to stay there. That's why we lose stuff all the time. Y'all got that? It won't because I'm anointed. It's because the, the, the realm that I'm in, it necessitates that I can't be there without it. I just gave y'all a whole lot. Instead of just sitting here dreaming about the car and saying I need a car, the car is here. Which realm is it in? Which realm is it in? So you got a need right now. Which realm is it in? So what I should be doing is going. Reveal to me. See, my goodness. Woo. And while I'm praying, I'm growing. Woo. And while I'm studying, I'm growing. Woo. And while I'm submitted under my pastor, I'm growing. Oh, Jesus. I'm growing, and now you're going to start seeing results. Hey, Chandler, you're going to start seeing results. My God. All right. I know that's right. Watch this. Watch this, star. Watch this. You know you're changing because what you have 
starts running away from you. Because what you thought you had started running away from you. You know you're changing. Y'all want me to stop going home? Y'all want me to stop. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all not ready. Okay. All right, Ariel. It starts running away from you. Hey, hey, Star, you in my teaching right here. Your dance studio, it pushed you out from 500 square feet to 1,200 square feet. Because he grew. And it doesn't mean the people. It's not about the people. That's why Walker Ministry is growing. Mm-mm-mm. My goodness. Woo, you grew your way out of that. We went from the one room, the dance studio, little room right there. We grew. Same amount of people. We grew into where you at right now. Not just this, but the whole floor. See, but you, y'all miss it. Y'all miss it. Yeah, it's called the law of process. This is what we don't want to go is the law of process. We don't want the law of process. I told you, we don't know how the spirit, we don't know our spiritual laws and how to operate in them. I'm going to get you on that too. I ain't got that tonight, but I'm going to do it though. Listen to this. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Woo! Ah. It has nothing to do, start with being humble. You're just operating in the law. Okay. Mm. What happens is that you grew and to a point that the space started fighting you. Daddy, can I do this? Daddy, can I put this up? Can I do it? See, see but you got to understand what was happening. But you got to understand what was happening. My God, my God. This will work in your house, too. Work in your house, too. Yeah, all right. Listen to that. You grew to a point that the space started fighting you. <laughs> so watch this. Watch this. This, this, this. For some reason, I'm going right here. Uh, no, no, yeah, right. I'm going right there, Frida. As you grow, friends and relationships. That you have. Whether you want them or not, they begin to fight you. Mm. They will fight. They will fight. Oh, my God. Whether good or bad. I'm going to say it again. As you grow, friends and families and relationships that you have, whether you want to fight them or not. It's not whether they are good or not. The reality of your growth does not allow that kind of company anymore. Say, I'm growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Did y'all hear what I just said? The reality of your growth does not allow that kind of company. 
anymore. People can stop your growth. Mm-mm-mm. That right there should help a whole lot of people. One by one, <laughs> your company starts to change. Sorry, but your family is not exempt. Not exempt. I, I, I got I got so much and I got so much, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go. I got one thing I need to tell you though. Can I can I can I get to that one thing? I, I got so much more. I ain't y'all ain't even. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Oh Jesus. Oh oh. Oh oh my goodness. Now TJ ain't gonna let me go here because I got one, two, three, four. Hold on. Hold on, can I, can I, I, I know, I know my levels, I know where I am. Oh, good God, Yo, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. I'm, I ain't going to, listen, I'm not, I'm going to come back and get you, I'm going to come back and get you though. All right, okay, I need to say something though. Oh, see the clock, yeah, block the clock so I can't see it, all right, all right, okay. Glory to God. Okay. Okay, Jesus. Okay, 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 okay. I, I skipped something, uh, but I'm going to go right here. Something I need y'all to know. Okay? I talked about us understanding the laws and principles of the spiritual and the kingdom. And that's one of the things that we, we mess up at. Listen, let me see here. Okay, okay, Jesus won't let me do that. Okay. Okay, here we go. God. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay, here we go. I know I'm, I'm wasting it, but I got to get it right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, success. She said 10 minutes, right? Woo. Okay, here we go. And, and as I've been telling y'all, we've been taught so wrong on how success comes, right? In mainstream church, because that's what they do. The moment you are seeking success, it will never come to you. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Watch this. These or these things are the success. These things are never designed for you to pursue. See, right now we already messed up. Life is dimensional, as I showed y'all, as programmed by God. Oh, what the? Who is calling me? Okay, I'm sorry. Jesus. All right. All right. Okay, here we go, y'all. Life is dimensional, as programmed by God. Every dimension has possibilities, as I showed you, that are supposed to come to you. Seek ye first the kingdom. Again, you can't, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just listen to this. You said 10 minutes. So you can't, you can't call, you know, you can't call it. Um, or you can call it level zero, one, two, three, four, five, right? All right. 
And I need y'all to hear this. Don't miss this. And you are at level one. You're understand. Listen, and you are at level one. Just say you're at level one. And in your understanding and perception. And you want to and you want but you want the result results of level five. But right now your understanding and perception is at level one, not level five. OK, and if you get it, it'll bring it if you get it and bring it uh, to level one. See, if I go out and reach it again and bring that to level one, that level will fight it. It will send it back to level five. And out of listen and out of your life. Mm -hmm. I need y'all to really remember that when God, listen, when you grow all the realities that occur, that level of growth will come to you. All right. Success is attached by who you are becoming. Not by what you have or what you can get. And they've been teaching you that. Listen to this. This is why many people fail. Because our labor is to try to draw things that are in dimensions that are higher than our understanding and perception. The assignment is to journey with the Holy Spirit as you trans listen, translate to those other realms. Everything around you that is lower than that realm will be instructed to leave you. That's all that's been happening. You can't stop it. And I tell you a lot of times, you cannot go beyond your character. Okay. Listen to this. That means your contacts and your friends and your clothes and your money, everything. Because there's a law. Listen, there's a law that edits your life at every realm. There's a law that edits your life at every realm. See, that's why you need to know where you are right now. If you're here and you're hearing this word today, God wants to provide change. But change, listen, but you need growth to do that. See, this is why we are frustrated. Watch the teacher. Because some things we are doing. I'm going to say it again. This is why we are frustrated. Because some things we are doing, there is a law that should be doing it for you. That's why you're striving. You want a husband? You want a wife? You, you, don't be, uh -uh. you need to get you right. Because he or she ain't came the way you are right now. There needs to be some growth. You can't obtain that at that level because you haven't grown to that realm of success yet. All right. A lot of us are frustrated because some things that we're doing... There is a law that should be doing it. Okay. But because we are not, un listen, because 
we don't understand that they have been pre-programmed, we worry over them. Understanding brings ease. If you have understanding about something, you are at rest with it. Oh, my God. Woo! People, when you grow, everything in your life grows. Mm, that's right. That's right. Start fighting you. I'm trying to get out of here so you can get to where you need to go. Okay. All right. Y'all. I'm going to leave that right there. I, I'm going to stop because if I go too far, how many minutes I got? <laughs> Dina said 10. Hey, Dina. Hey, right. All right. How many I got for real, y'all? 10? Five. Okay, five. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to help y'all. Just some things I want to say. Okay. See, I told y'all I have so much here, man. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Here we go. Sometimes God give me things and uh, like little sayings. I just need to write them down and I need to say them. Amen. All right. Women. Yes. Watch this. <laughs> Sometimes your assignment is to only give birth. Like Mary. But look at what she birthed. But look at what she birthed. Women, sometimes your assignment is only to pray. Sometimes your assignment is only to pray. For the next generation. Go to Luke real quick. I got a few minutes. Go to Luke 2, 36, 37. Two, 36, 37, Amplified. Luke. Luke chapter 2 at verse 36 in the Amplified Bible. The scripture says, and there was also a prophetess, Anna the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, having lived with her husband seven years from her maidenhood. And as a widow, verse 37, even for 84 years, she did not go out from the temple enclosure, but was worshiping night and day with fasting and prayer. Her only assignment was to pray for how many years? And she never left her assignment. Whether she was in the temple or outside or a room they made for her, her job was never to leave. She prayed the Messiah in. 80, her assignment. See, see this is why we don't take prayer that serious. That that could be your only assignment. 
is to pray for the next generation. Who is in that generation? Man. Woo. Okay. Here's another one. The people you admire today are the ones that will call you tomorrow. Just be patient. It's called the law of process. Just put that somewhere. Some people y'all admire today, they're going to be calling you tomorrow. Because you're going through the process. All right. Here's the last one. If you can pay the price and tell yourself, no matter what I will go through, I will never give up then there's no power in existence that can stop you. If you're willing to pay the price, Anna was willing to pay the price. Last thing here, that's, this is part of it. Covenants come through sacrifices. A covenant comes through sacrifices. Some people make covenants that were not intentional. Watch this. But their sacrifice was too great that it became a covenant. I'll show you in scripture, Psalms 55. Psalms 50, verse 5. Ooh. Ah. My God. Psalm 50, verse 5. Amplify. Psalm chapter 50 at verse 5. Gather to me my saints, those who have found grace in my sight, those who have made a covenant with me mm. by sacrifice. Hey! <laughs> I told you that's what it is. You will never be greater you will never be great if only convenience is what drives you. You will never be great if only convenience is what drives you. Never. See, I'm feeding right now. I'm feeding you right now. Walker Ministry is a covenant. WM ministry is a covenant with God. This is why we sacrifice our lives, teacher, our time, our commitment. It's because WM ministry is in covenant with God. And you can never cut the covenant without a sacrifice. Shedding the blood. Man, I could keep on with I'm going to stop right there. Oh, y'all got some stuff today. I shouldn't have to teach for the next two weeks. <laughs> Glory to God. I want to thank y'all for coming out today, WM Ministries. Man, we love y'all. Thank you for the streaming people. Thank you for sowing your seeds. We pray over them constantly. Thank you for coming out. Are we growing? Man, that's my greatest, I would say, as a shepherd, is a need. 
I want to see the sheep grow. I want to see you grow spiritually. I want to see you grow emotionally, mentally, financially. I mean, I want to see you grow in every dimension that you're supposed to grow in. Amen. Shabbat shalom. Love y'all.